Welcome back to Tech Talk. This is Jess Kelly with you here on News Talk. If you want to get in touch, as always, you can do so by emailing techtalk at newstalk.com or you'll find me on Instagram. I'm not plugging Twitter anymore because I'm fed up with it. Uh, you'll find me on Instagram at Jess Kelly NT. Uh, joined now by John Riley of TheEffect.net. John, how are you? Very good. How are you? Are you fed up with Twitter? I'm I'm still sticking in there. Um, I see what you mean and it kind of seems to be falling falling apart at the, at the seams, but... Uh, I'm still a fan of like I've created a couple of lists that I kind of I only go out and look at my lists mm. and back out again. I don't like because that whole for you page is a, is a mess. It's all and everything else is a mess. Yeah, crap. Yeah, and I also think the removal of the verification from legacy verified accounts is just going to crawl, cause so many headaches. Yeah, it's going to be awful. So anyway, get me on Instagram because I'm not looking at Twitter. Um, but you're not here to talk about that. You're here to talk about uh, some of the titles for the PSVR two. So I think it was the week that we were allowed to talk about the PSVR 2. You were in studio. We did a first impressions type thing. Yeah. Before we get to the titles, uh, a few weeks on, are you still into it? Yeah, I find my I definitely find it way more accessible than the than the original headset, even the likes of the Quest Two, which is like the portable one that has mm. no wires. But I just think with the PlayStation, the single connection point, and then just you know pulling it over with the one single cable, I mean, it's much more conducive to jumping in. But saying that, I still find, as much as some people might see a barrier to just like when they sit down in the evening and their brain is a bit fried, they want to just watch something and turn their brain off. Uh, the next step would be a game where you have to focus a bit more and yeah. kind of you're committing to, to a title. But now PSVR is just that extra step of commitment to like, I'm really giving this literally 100% of my attention. So some nights I'm like, I'm tapping out, I can't really just commit to anything now. Yeah, and that is something that... Like, I don't think I've, you know, it's been a lot going on the last little while, but I haven't actually picked it up as much as yeah. I thought I would. Yeah. Because I was so excited by it. And some of the titles that we're going to talk about and other ones that I've been playing around with, uh, I kind of thought, okay, I'm in. Like, yeah. I'm 100% in and it's going to be great. But I just haven't. And I do think it is that, uh, the, the the setup, but also the attention. It's not the escapism. Yeah. Like, it's it's... Last night I was playing my Animal Crossing on my uh, Nintendo Switch again. That's what I want. It's the chewing gum for the brain. It's just not being on my phone, not having to overly commit. Like, no one's going to die if I don't pick up the pumpkin on level two. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? It's just more that. Yeah. But I still am. Like, what I love, my favourite thing at the moment is people's reaction when they test the PSVR 2. Yeah, I've been, yeah, I've had a good few friends over in the last couple of weeks and uh, putting it on for brothers, for family, friends and all that. And they're just like, oh my God. Mm. Like, you can literally see their jaw dropping. Yeah. In certain, like the kayak game we're going to discuss in a bit mm. and how, just how visually cl- clear the clarity is, the quality and all this. And I'm just like, I'm smiling watching them enjoy it yeah. so much. Like, yeah. It's not as uh, insular an activity or like, it is kind of a spectator sport. Yeah. Particularly when like we have a nice monitor at home and it's a it's a nice experience to be able to see what the person who's playing is, is going seeing. through. Yeah, yeah. And obviously they look like an agent yeah. as well, which is always an added value. Yeah. Um okay, so so we're we're still into it. The question I keep getting asked on my Insta QA though is, is it worth the money? Which um, I know is a hard one to I approach. still don't think it is, just in terms of the titles. I think we said this back when when we could when we spoke about the original review. You know, I I was like I went full tilt when it when it arrived. I went I I 
ploughed through a lot of the launch titles because I was so excited to see these different experiences and I had a I had an absolute ball mm. but now I've kind of just burnt myself out er- ever so slightly yeah. and I'm just waiting for those next kind of AAA standout showpiece titles because there is some really nice little smaller indie titles kind of ported titles from the Quest or from PC VR that are nice for a bit but I just want that experience that kind of really like the, the Horizon title that launched with it it's a first party title AAA the incredible visuals and attention to detail and production quality that I you know, I want more of that basically. So right now, at the price point it's at the six hundred euro, it's still it's still probably too expensive for people that are just semi interested. Because I guess if you wanted to pick it up, you would have already picked it up. Yeah. But if you're deciding, is it worth it? Maybe not just yet. I think the perfect scenario is if you're someone who is living in a house share. Yeah. And you've got three or four gamer roommates. Yeah. And if you all clump in together, yeah. and you know, it, it kind of, to, to justify the value. To the use out yeah, of yeah. it, it does have to be, like, I, I don't think, and again, we got a review model, full disclosure, we got a review model. Yeah. Uh, and that is still with us because we're testing titles as we go along. Would I go out and spend 600 quid on it with the level of gaming that I do? And even with my partner as well, I don't think so I would have because I'm just I just love to try the newest cutting edge you know that's really what excites me about all of this is just seeing where technology is being pushed where Sony's bringing it and having kind of been a fan of the Quest 2 which was kind of underpowered but impressive in terms of its own capabilities I was reading a lot about the PSVR 2 and I was excited so either way if I didn't get a re- review unit or not I was going to buy it so I'm I'm just that one step up where I'm like yeah. I'm a really I'm a, I'm a proper well inverted commas gamer No you're a dedicated gamer yeah. I think that is and yeah, I probably shouldn't speak for your man at home, but like I, I just I don't think I would have. Yeah, no, and that's Having fair. Said that though, I still love it. Yeah, and the, I think it will come down to the titles, and I think what I'm interested to see if if PlayStation does because it's such an impressive headset, if they go down the route of other content that's not games. Yeah. Yeah, that you'd access via the PSVR, if you know what I mean. They did, the yeah. Sorry, they dabbled in it very lightly with the original headset from 2016 up to now, and then obviously the Quest Two is one of the most popular virtual reality headsets in the world. They do a lot of gaming, a lot of titles, exclusive titles, and all that. But they also have a lot of experiences, like you mentioned, kind yeah. of these interactive David, or oh, not even interactive, but these virtual reality David Attenborough kind of nature shorts. These kind of there's a there's a there's an app on the on the Quest called big screen basically it's like a cinema setup mm. where you can then stream the movies you have stored locally onto the big screen and create your own cinema environment I know you can watch Netflix and Disney Plus and the likes on the PSVR mm. too so you do get you do get to create that cinema experience but this is just maybe another level of, of content immersion and a kind of content content um Get it, getting content into you, yeah. Yeah, I just think it's the um, the fact that it's a Sony product and yeah. Sony is such a big company, like beyond just PlayStation, there yeah. are so many tentacles, I suppose, to it. I'm interested to see, because there's a real opportunity here at the moment with all the talk that's going on about virtual reality yeah. and augmented reality and all the rest. Um, but anyway, that's a different day's conversation. So let's talk through the titles that have impressed you most so far yeah, and um, whether or not you think they're worth the cash. Yeah, so I guess you know, this this headset, right, bef- right up to its launch date, titles were being announced as launch titles or launch window titles. So basically within the first month of the, the headset launching. Mm. So, you know, I was, there was about 40, I think, or over 40 titles, which was loads. And, you know, I, I've, I've been lucky enough to test about 18, 19 of them, which is a lot, but it was, it's was it been great fun. And we have about eight or nine reviews, full reviews on our site for people that want to check them out. But starting off with kind of the one I've mentioned a few mm. times now is the Horizon VR Call of the Mountain. This was the showpiece title developed in-house by Fire Sprite Studios, um, one of 
Sony's kind of first party t- studios that they purchased and it really is like if you want to show off what this headset can do this is the title for it so it's it's robotic dinosaurs for want of a better kind of description and you're climbing a lot of mountains you're firing a lot of bow and arrows and you're kind of on this quest to find your brother and it just is absolutely incredible. It is one of the ones, it's the most cinematic, yeah. I think, of the ones that I've encountered. And it's really good at demoing the, um, is it the dynamic audio or whatever the term that they use? Like if someone shoots an arrow over your oh, shoulder, yes. you Just like, 3D audio, basically, I think. Yeah. or yeah. But, but it kind of, it. now I didn't play it for that long. I played it for whatever amount of time. Yeah. And the, the amount of times I kind of jumped out of my skin <laughs> a little bit because it is so immersive. Yeah. And you do get lost in it. And yep. it is like inserting yourself into like Jurassic Park yeah. or one of those kind of jobbies, you know? Yeah, it's no, definitely. Cool. And like, as you said, so you've got the immersive kind of the 3D audio aspect and then the headset itself, with which you put on your head, has its own rumble feature, which people might see is off-putting, but it really adds that level of immersion again. So as you said, when an arrow flies past your head, you get that slight rumble in your headset to yeah. go, whoa, that was a bit close, you know, close for comfort. And it adds that extra little depth of, of detail and, and immersion, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely, it's... The most impressive, it's the showy off one, yeah, I think. Really, is really is, yeah. Technical term. Um, let's talk about Star Wars because this is, a, 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 you know, regardless of gaming, it is one of the most cinematic, most cult, uh, fanatical, mm-hmm. uh, I can't think of the word, but Franchises. like franchise. Yeah. Um, like it's massive. Yeah. And I'd say that there would be people who would, a bit like me and my Switch with Animal Crossing, you know, get the PSVR 2 just to to be able to have a go with this one. Yeah, no, definitely. And see, the thing with this title is it came out originally on the Quest 2, which was a very underpowered headset in comparison to what the PSVR 2 is capable of. But it now has been ported and is now playable on this brand new headset. And it really is the best version of this title now. So as you said, for the diehard fanatics that want to have the best virtual experience kind of in the Star Wars galaxy as possible, there is this title Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge. And I'm still playing my way through this actually. I'm nearly finished. Mm. But as I play it, I'm like, this is as good as you're going to get if you go to one of the theme parks. If you go to a Disneyland and they have those Star Wars, they're they're basically galaxy galaxy's edge sections which they've built into these theme parks in in certain you know in Orlando and I think in California and like if you were to go in there and put on a VR headset you'd be getting a similar experience in terms of the quality of the experience the, the audio the the the, the voice casting, the, the music, obviously the iconic scores you know for, yeah. for Star Wars how, how immersive the music alone is and it's just a good fun first person shooter you're like a, this this bounty hunter that's you know, anonymous you're kind of doing these little tasks around the galaxies and uh, yeah like as I said C-3PO makes an, an appearance Yoda's in there once you kind of get through to the later levels some of the iconic characters so yeah for the diehard fans it's really really good fun I'm not a diehard fan but I'm really enjoying it as a VR experience in general so yeah it's definitely yeah. one people should be looking into One that I thought I would love and I'll tell you why I didn't now but it's Gran Turismo 7 Go on. The puke factor. Oh, no way. Yeah. So first, set the premise of the game and, and then I'll... And yeah, then I'll, so Gran Turismo 7 as a kind of a, a flat version of the game, the, like the PlayStation 5 version and PlayStation 4 version came out last year. Like we all know, you play it on a TV screen and it's one of the most immersive, realistic driving simulator titles available on the PlayStation console exclusively on PlayStation. So just earlier this year in January, PlayStation came out and said, look, at our headset's coming in February. Do you know what? We're going to update... Gran Turismo 7 to fully support the new headset and it's going to be a free update the entirety of the game is playable in VR and people lost their minds Mm. now this like you said with Star Wars fans picking up the PSVR just for this gamers and racers you know you know 
simulator racing fans were going out buying a PS5, buying a headset, buying a racing rig, getting all the kit to be able to play the, this Gran Turismo 7 in virtual reality. So it's not for you. It, no, it, it <laughs> kind of gave me like a touch of vertigo or something okay. like that. And it's the only... No, I, I, after long periods of playing it, and when I say long, like anything more than half an hour, mm. I'm kind of feeling it. Yeah. But with this one, I couldn't hack it. I couldn't... The, the motion I don't know if it was my eyes or my ears yeah. but I just couldn't do it and I'm so disappointed because I thought like this would be my one now be, yeah. but I just couldn't do it did you not get any I no I think when we spoke about this last I think it was the kayaking the kayak viewer mirage is the one that because I'm not great on water so ironically I'm in a kayak and I'm bobbing and my head yeah. you know the, the kayak is bobbing and my head isn't and I'm like ooh that threw me a bit but you kind of develop your VR legs you get more used to it but surprised, no I thankfully haven't had any kind of kind of nauseing nausea issues with, with I don't know if it's just seven. something like the, the, the stuff in the peripheral vision I yeah. don't know I, I genuinely can't explain it but this is the only one that it just the second I start it just makes me a little bit woozy I think there's there's been a couple of debates online as to why that could be happening because you're not the only one in what okay. I, from what I've been reading so there's the way that the, the game is being projected or being displayed on the panels in the headset is a kind of a new technology that's yeah, I won't get into the technicalities, but you might be getting a double image that might be giving you a bit of a kind of a, a nose. Yeah, so it could be caused, causing that nauseating effect. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, unfortunately, love to, I'd love to hear if anyone else has, t- uh, has tried it or any of the VR games and yeah. experienced the puke factor. Uh, Tech Talk at Newstalk.com. Put puke factor in the <laughs> bar just to make our uh, CTO wonder what the hell is going on. Uh, you alluded to it there, but the kayak VR mirage. Yeah, so this is a game, but isn't a game. It's more of an experience. I think we spoke about this last it's like time. The Wii kind of job yeah, from years it's ago. Just, yeah, it's, it's very easy entry. This is the one that I actually put on first for most of my visit, you know, most of my friends and family that call over because it's not a game. You just sit in the kayak and you use the, the controllers to kind of move in a kind of a paddling motion and uh, this, the clarity of the visuals, what the studio have done here, they're only a small little studio, I think I said before and they're, they're re- like, it's just, they've done such incredible attention to detail and they've added such life to these environments. Like, yeah. Um, so you've got Australia, you've got Costa Rica, you've got all these different world um, locations that you can just basically kayak around with very soothing music. And as I said, it kind of threw me when I played it first, but I think I was playing VR for too long that day that I would just needed to take a break. But now when I go back into it, it still looks as, as impressive as it did the first time I put it on. Yeah, this is my my fave. I was yeah. on with Adrian on OTBAM on Friday and you know, I, I had spoken about the game a few weeks ago and he was really interested to give it a go. And what I like is that even if you're not a gamer in air yeah. quotes, as you said, it's not a game. Yeah. You're not killing people. Everyone Things aren't knows. coming at you. Yeah. It, it, it is, it's an experience. And I think that's the side of the VR world that I'd like to see more yeah. of yeah. is that experience. Like we know that there's that company in Waterford, I think it is, that makes like historical VR content so you can walk around Pompeii or whatever. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah. I think the more that that comes down the tracks. Yeah. You know, and it could be a great entry for kids in terms of educational yes, games and I was so just on. Say, yeah. And so I think, as you said, it's a good one to show off the capabilities. And it's also a nice way to bring the inclusivity of the PSVR to to other people who may dismiss themselves as, oh, no, I'm not, not into game. gaming. Yeah. So like, definitely, yeah. I'm a big fan of that one. Uh, okay, we've got time for one more. What, what's your final one that you're into? 
let's see. So there's pop, I've made, I've bought I've Moss one and two great titles for people listening. You should pick them up. They're like they're, they're on the original consoles, on the original PSV or so. You you probably have an idea what they're like already. But Pistol Whip is the one that kind of people. It's kind of almost like a sleeper hit. Mm-hmm. It's been incredibly popular on other headsets on and on, on the Quest too. But now it's on PSV or two, and the way I describe it is like John Wick mixed with um, an incredibly intense movie soundtrack. So you're like on a conveyor belt with two badass guns, whatever design they are, and the music is 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 like blaring in your headset and you're you're shooting people to the music. Oh, no way. And it's all kind of, it's all kind of stylistic. So it's not like blood and gore. These yeah, guys are like yeah. polygons and they fall away. So you're like, you feel like, like you're diving, you're dodging, you're ducking bullets coming at you to the point where I'm finishing a level of this, I'm taking off the headset and wiping the sweat off my brow. <laughs> like it's, it's ruining people how, how, yeah. how, how intense it is. Okay. But it's so much fun and you get really into the rhythm of it. So it's like, yeah, John Wick badassery, whatever way you want to look at it. It's a great fun title. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. I have to check that one out. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, if you want to read, uh, reviews, in-depth reviews on many of the uh, PSVR 2 gaming titles that are out there now, you can head over to theeffect.net. But for now, John Riley, thanks so much. Cheers, Jess.